You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I serve as a senior pastor we've started a series entitled gratitude with an attitude and today, which is Sunday, November 5th, we're going to share a message entitled Gratitude with an Attitude with a Cost. Gratitude with an Attitude with a Cost. And we're looking at First Chronicles 21, verse 24. 1 Chronicles 21, verse 24. And now, let's get into the service. But we'll get into the Word. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. A few announcements before we get to what is that about? Somebody got a birthday? Who birthday? Who birthday? It's my birthday too. <laughs> Friday, but if y'all want to go ahead and celebrate today, go ahead. <laughs> Maybe I can eat an extra piece of cake. Amen. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, sis. Um, as always, we want to uh, encourage you to pray with us on Fridays and throughout the week as we continue to intercede on behalf of the saints. We want to pray a special prayer for Brother Herman and his family and the loss of his auntie. Uh, 91 years, amen, uh, uh, pray for him. He wants to uh, try to make it out to California, uh, so keep him and their whole family in your prayers, along with the rest of those who are on the list. A, a little uh, testimony about the prayer about Reverend Chad. They, they was thinking before we started to pray that he was going to have to get a kidney transplant, but I got good news Friday. Uh, that they uh, don't believe that he would have to have it now. Amen. And I believe that's because of the power of prayer. Amen. So uh, don't take him off the list, but continue to pray uh, for him as he's being used in a mighty way. Amen. But we fast and pray on Fridays from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. 
And today is what I call Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. You say, why you call it Super Bowl Sunday? You know, uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, everybody is excited to come together and watch the game. As a matter of fact, uh, they start in the morning and it lasts all day long. And they're happy for it to last all day long. They don't stop on Super Sunday and say, man, it's going to be a long day today. They say, hey, it's Super Sunday. We're going to come together. So all the, uh, everybody from our district is going to come. And then we're going to begin to eat. We thank those who are serving to help make this happen. We're going to begin to eat. Uh, it's supposed to start at 1 uh, and go from 1 to 3. Uh, well, we're going to come together. That's what makes it super. We're coming all together, and uh, we're going to eat the bread, and then we're going to eat the food, amen, the real food at the 3.30 program, and uh, Pastor Ricky McNeil is going to give words of, of expression about fellowship, and Reverend James Harris, the new pastor of Mount Olive there in Winnie Woods, is going to share and we get to be a part of that all day today. Amen. Amen. We're going to pray that preacher don't get long-winded, though. Amen. Amen. Try to get us out of here by 12. Amen. <laughs> also, want to let you know that uh, the Chickasaw District Men's Workshop is going to be on uh, November the 19th at 9 a.m. And we will be hosting that as well. That is a Saturday, and that's for the men. And our speaker is going to be Reverend Gregory Newhouse of the Jehovah Baptist Church there in Milo, Oklahoma. We look forward for the brethren coming and getting together for the Chickasaw District Men's Workshop. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. We're going to get into the word this morning. We started a new series uh, on Wednesday entitled Gratitude with an Attitude. Gratitude with an Attitude. And we're going to be standing on all November, First uh, Chronicles chapter 21, verse 24. And at the end of that, uh, Brother David, King David said that I will not take from for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. He had gratitude with an attitude. And he believed that it should cost him something to worship God. And we want to have gratitude with an attitude all month long as we are thankful, as we are grateful, because we realize that we are blessed. Yes, and there are several messages. I send this out in the pastor's text. On Wednesday, we talked about gratitude with an attitude, for he is commendable. Today, gratitude with an attitude uh, uh, with a cost. And you see, and you'll be able to see in the pastor text, all the messages that we're going to preach all month long. But we're going to have this month gratitude with an attitude, gratitude with an attitude. And we're going to come this morning and we're going to share uh, the text, First Chronicles 21 and 24. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. Arona. No, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take the Lord what is yours or sacrifice the burnt offering. Amen. And praise the Lord. You may be seated here in the household of the Lord. We're going to share briefly this morning three points. The Holy Spirit gives utterance. We're going to talk about a certain price. We're going to talk about a calculation, a calculated promise, and we're going to talk about a cost paid, a certain price, a calculated promise, and a cost paid. I want Christians to know today that a Christian's gratitude to God should cost them the full cost of offerings. Let me say it again. A Christian's gratitude towards God should cost them the full cost of the offering. We're going to try to look at this uh, video, and then we'll get to the Word. As to why God was angry at David, in those times a man only had the right to count or number what belonged to him. 
Israel did not belong to David. Israel belonged to God. In Exodus chapter 30, verse 12, God told Moses, when you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. It was up to God to command a census, and if David counted, he should only do it at God's command, receiving a ransom to atone for the counting. This is why God was angry again with Israel, and is also why David was conscience-stricken after he counted Israel. David knew it was wrong and begged God to take away the guilt of his sin, 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 10. God gave David a choice of three punishments for his sin, three years of famine, three months of fleeing before his enemies, or three days of plague. David chose the third, and the Lord then punished Israel with a plague that killed 70,000 men from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south. As for why God punished the whole nation for the sin of the king, that is exactly the question David asks in 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 17. Why? When he was the one who had sinned, did the people have to suffer? He even requested that God's hand be against him and his family only, and that God would spare the people. But as with the account of Job, God chose not to give a reason for his actions. Perhaps it was because of Israel's multiplied sins and rebellion against God throughout the Amen and praise the Lord. Gratitude. Um, with an attitude, with a cost. With a cost. So we look at the maps. I struggle in having to tell you the context because the context of uh, this is somewhat complicated and it's a story that I've never heard any preacher preach about. Most of the thing we hear about David is David and Goliath. Uh, we hear about David on the rooftop lusting after uh, that woman, uh, sometimes we hear about David and his son as he came against him. But there are a lot of stories that are not told about David's life. I would like to one day uh, put together some resources that tells all of the stories of his life. Um, because David is a great encouragement because he's a man of God, just like all of us, but he made mistakes. And... And, and, and we look at this text, David made a big mistake. I mean, a big mistake. We think Bathsheba was a big mistake, but his mistake led to 70,000 men dying. Ooh, that's deep. Let me say it again. His mistake led to 70,000 men dying. And when you are in leadership like this, why men of God need to have the freedom to be able to speak truth to power um, because people in powerful places uh, could cause death in a massive way. That's why we are, and many other world leaders, and we are praying down Israel from uh, destroying all those innocent people there in the Gaza Strip. Now we know that they made uh, the mistake, uh, Hamas, not the, not the people in the strip, but the, the group of Hamas were the one who made the mistake, but they declared war on all of the innocent people, and, and, and we're praying for peace, and, and now many Americans are trying to talk Israel down, because thousands of folk are dying for all oh, those who committed the offense. And this is what happened in the text today. Oh, 70,000 people would die because David wanted to take a census. You think, why was that so profoundly wrong with God? It was so profoundly wrong with God because uh, uh, you got to remember that pride comes before the fall. And many times people like to count, and they only like to count, oh, when the numbers are impressive. Hello, somebody. 
Uh, they only, they only wanted to count Helen when there are thousands of folk. Uh, oh, they want to count to make it seem like that they had something to do with the counting. And it was the beginning of arrogance. Hello, somebody. Because David wanted to get the counting and say, oh, it was all me that did this. Let's do it. Let's do the count. Hello, somebody. God ain't impressed with your senses. Hello, somebody. God ain't even impressed with the thousands, the hundreds, or however many folk that you say that you have. Because again, I tell you, God ain't never been impressed with a crowd of folk that don't believe in him. Hello, somebody. And that's why the temple is destroyed today and parenthetically if you want to know really whether we're in the end times when they began to rebuild that temple hello somebody you gotta hope that you're not here hello somebody uh, because I believe that we will be raptured before that happened, but oh, that we'll be some will get saved during that tribulation period. And if, and if the temple begins to get rebuilt, then you will know it's the beginning of the end. Hello, somebody. We think, oh, because of all these wars and rumors of wars, we haven't, we haven't got there yet. But David made the mistake. Oh, and what David did and what we're looking at today is his uh, sacrifice, his sacrifice. Uh, and and, and Arona's uh, threshing floor is what he had to buy. He bought that right there, and that's in Jerusalem. That's in Jerusalem over here is where Jerusalem is. We always like to show you Jerusalem. Arona's uh, thresh, threshing floor is, is right here, and he bought that so he could sacrifice because he had sinned against God, and he needed to make a sacrifice. Hello, somebody. Arona's threshing floor. Don't you know we still have Arona's threshing floor right here with this symbol of the blood and of the, uh, of the bread. It's where we come uh, and we confess our sins unto God. And David said that it's going to cost me everything because Arona wanted to give him the land for free because he was the king. David said, no, it was my mistake. No, 70,000 folk died. No, i got to pay for this. Hello, somebody. I've got to pay for this and I've got to offer up a sacrifice. I've got to ask God to forgive me of my sins. And David is a, a great illustration of a man that knows how to make a mistake but knows how to repent again. Hello somebody. That's why we love Psalms uh, 51. Creating me a clean heart oh Lord and renew a right spirit in me. That was David when he made his mistake and we thought with the Bathsheba he made another one. Hello somebody. And he had to offer a sacrifice. Uh, and that's where we are on the maps. A certain price he said Ah, to Arona, he said, no, I insist on paying the full price. Uh, again, one, one of the things that you will note is, and some of y'all may not know this yet, but the more money you get, the more people want to give you stuff for free. Hello, somebody. Don't be poor. When you're poor, folk don't want to give you nothing. Hello, somebody. But when you get rich, or when you appear to be rich, like a king, oh, they want to give you some stuff for free. But everything that folk want to give you, you don't actually need to be taking. Hello, somebody. Let me say it again. Everything that folk try, because a lot of times, that's manipulation. They want to give you something oh so that you can owe them a favor hello somebody they, they want to give you something he hello somebody because it's not out of the purity of their heart oh they want to give you something so they can have something on you hello somebody Woo, let me say it again they want to give you something so they can have something on you and every sacrifice everything somebody wants to give you shouldn't take it reminds me with that man by the name of Naaman oh came down and that great prophet told him to go wash seven times in the Jordan and he washed him seven times in the Jordan he came up home and he came back and he wanted to give the man of God an offering and he said hey keep that offering hello somebody uh, if you want to know whether or not somebody is 
behold it. Hello, somebody. Oh, watch the money. You want to know if Pastor Eton is a Democrat or Pastor Eton is a Republican? Check and see who, who done gave Pastor Eton some money. Because what happens is if they give you money, then you don't want to talk. Oh, speak truth to power. Hello, somebody. You don't want to tell oh, them the right things they should do. Oh, when you're beholding, but Pastor Eton's not beholding to Democrats or Republicans. That's why you'll hear me speak out against them on any occasion or at any time when they are wrong. Hello, sir. You heard me say, my God, don't ride the back of a donkey or an elephant. And you know why that is? Because the donkey and the elephant ain't giving me money. I don't want their money. Hello, somebody. Keep it. Hello, somebody, because I, I have to be able to speak truth to power. Oh, every, everything that somebody trying to give you. Hello, somebody. Oh, shouldn't be free. Some things you need to pay the full price for. Hello, somebody. You can take this out of, arena, out of that arena, and, arena and, and just put it in the arena of health and your fitness. Some people don't want to pay the price that it costs to be healthy uh, because the price that it costs to be healthy, and I really probably don't need to be talking about this on the day we're going to eat. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but you're going to have to learn to eat clean. You're going to have to learn to exercise. Hello, somebody. You've got to learn to drink water, all that stuff you don't want to do. you got to pay the cost, and people try to cut the corners and get operated but they never get delivered because they don't pay the full price. You got to pay the full price for some things in your life and especially the things that are worth it and you got to pay the full of the full cost to worship the Lord. Hello, somebody. Now let me bring it to our tithes and offerings. Ooh, he said, now you really met me, preacher. Uh, are you paying the full cost uh, that, it, that, it, that it costs for you to uh, worship God when we have an offering? Are you a tither? Do you give 10%? Do you give a dime on a dollar? Malachi not only said bringing all the, 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 the tithes, but also offerings. Are you giving the full offering when we have special offerings? Are you, are you giving, are you paying the full price that it takes uh, to worship God? Let me ask you that again. Are you paying the full cost uh, to worship God? Uh, are you trying to get God on a discount? Hell or something. I said, Christian folk are the only somebody I know that won't give God a dime on a dollar but go to a restaurant and give the waiter 20%. Hello, somebody. And the waiter didn't even make your food. Hello, somebody. <laughs> the waiter didn't even make your food. Hello, somebody. It was the cook or the chef that made the food the way it does. The way they need to put the food on the plate. Hello, somebody. All the way it does is take it and make about a five to 20 second walk and bring it to the table. And they get 20%. I think it's a really 22%. And Christian folk will oh tip oh the waiter that you tipping the waiter then what you doing to God? Hello somebody, you're not paying him double that, are you? Or probably you should be. It should cost us all to worship God. One of the things every Sunday I come, I try to make sure that I have my offering. Hello, somebody, Sister Eton is bringing it. And when she's out of town like she is now, I have my offering because it should cost me something. Hello, somebody. It should cost me something to worship God. I should pay the certain price. Oh, in Jesus' name. Does it cost Cost you to worship God. Hello, somebody. Does it cost you? You see, it, it really will show up in your worship, not only in your giving, but in your attendance. Hello, somebody. People that don't give God nothing can miss church easy. Hello, somebody. Um, I, I notice this when we when we do banquets. We do a banquet, and folk pay fifty to a hundred to. A, $150 to be there. Don't you know them folk will be at that banquet, rain, sleet, or snow? Uh, once uh, we, were, we had a blizzard before we had a banquet at one time, and everybody showed up. Why did they show up? 
because they were invested. Hello, somebody. They paid their money. They paid a certain price. Hello, somebody. And they had to show up because they were invested. David said, I've got to pay the full price. I made this horrible mistake, and I've got to pay the full price. Um, God detests those who don't pay the full price or who are dishonest with the prices that they, if they are business people, this is what God says in, in Proverbs 21, 23. And God detests different weights and dishonest scales do not please him. That, 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 that means he, 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 he can't stand Christian folk who are cheating other people with the cost. There should be a cost. And if the cost is not fair and you call yourself a Christian business owner, God despises what you do. I, I, I notice it's happening. Oh, whenever there's a war or a crisis, what do they do? Oh, they change the scale. They like to run the gas prices up. God hates that. Hello, somebody. Whenever there's a crisis or a limitation in what needs to be had, uh, uh, store owners run the price up. That's dishonest scales, dishonest way. Oh, and God hates that. David said, I'm not going to be dishonest with my scales. I owe all of this. Hello, somebody. Does anybody ever say, I, I, I don't need to get it on sale? I owe all of this, and I've got to give God everything that I have. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The calculated uh, uh, promise. It says, I will not take for, uh, 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 for the Lord what is yours. I I'm not going to let you pay my tithes. Hello, somebody. I'm not going to let you pay my offering even if you give me some. I I'm not going to allow that. You, Arona, uh, is it okay? It was good that you wanted to do what you did, but. No, I gotta pay my own cost. Hello, somebody. That's responsibility. Hello, somebody. That's taking responsibility. I gotta pay my own price. Yes, the calculated promise. I must pay it. And, and David said, I, I must pay it. In Jesus' name. Is there anybody here can uh, have a calculated promise that they must pay? Hello, somebody. And it's just not only work with money, it's work with your words. If you say you're going to do something, pay the cost. Pay the cost. If you say you're going to do something, as I was raising my daughter, my daughter was really, really smart because she always recognized the difference between our think about it and our promise to do it. I, I would probably begin, I'll say, well, I'll think about it, uh, she wasn't even satisfied when I said I'll pray about it. Uh, the only time she got satisfied is when I said I'll do it. Because she knew if I said I'll do it, hello somebody, if she said I'll do it, it's already done. And she wanted the calculated promise. Oh, and that's what we got to be as Christian folk. Uh, men and women of our word, and especially our word when it comes to giving, I must pay the full price. I can't take it from you. I, I must pay it. In Jesus' name, I can't take from you. Hello, somebody. I must pay this cost. Hello, somebody. I must pay this cost. This last uh, uh, point, uh, look at this one a little later in Genesis chapter 14, 23. Um, and, 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 and this was another uh, thing about uh, keeping your promises. But this last point, the, uh, a cost paid. A cost paid. No, I insist on paying the full price. If, if anybody knows me, and hopefully you don't know me this well, you say, preacher, why you hopefully, you, if you know me, you know I'm really, really cheap. I'm really, really cheap. You say, Reverend, you don't look cheap. You, you, you know why I don't look cheap? Because of Sister Eton. Because she paid prices that I would never pay. As a matter of fact, I tell her, don't even tell me what you paid for. <laughs> Some things, because it, it, it grieves me to know, because I'm really cheap. And, and, and another thing about me being cheap is that, oh, it's not that I necessarily 
like cheap products. Yeah. I just like to get stuff on sale. Hello, yeah, somebody. Yeah. And, and most of the things that I buy are on sale. Hello, somebody. And, and, and I notice that sometimes God just really blesses me because he drops the price to the point where I can pay it. Hello, I'd be willing to pay it. Anybody have God be that for you, your personal shopper where, oh, and there were times in my life where I couldn't afford to pay the full price at all, and God would lower it so I could reach it. Hello, somebody. Uh, and, 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 and that's why I sound I'm real cheap. I ain't going to ever want to pay the full cost. There's some uh, 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 headsets that I like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. These Apple headsets. And if you want to get it for my birthday, then it's about $500. $500. Y'all want to take up a collection? <laughs> he said, Happy birthday to you, but it ain't going to cost me nothing. <laughs> but I probably would never get those headsets because they cost too much. Hello, somebody. Yes, I have to catch them on sale. Yes, sir. I, I might pay $50, maybe the $75 for them. If I, if I don't catch it on the sale, I probably ain't going to have it. Hello, somebody. Yes, and I definitely don't want even sister each time to buy it for me. Uh-uh. Save your money, honey. You hear me say that all the time. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> I think Dick and Bill's the same way. Don't yeah, tell me. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't tell him. I told y'all. <laughs> but very rarely do we want to pay the full price. David said, yeah. because of this mistake that I made, David said, because 70,000 men have died. David said, oh, because God's grace, and he chose that latter uh, uh, punishment where he would allow, he would put himself into the hand of God for three days, and 70,000 folk died on, the, on three days, and on the third day, the angel of the Lord was over Jerusalem, about to all about to destroy the city when God relented. Hello, somebody. And because God relented, David said, I've got to pay the full price for this sacrifice. I've got to pay the full for no, I insist on paying the full price. If they ask you today what the preacher preached about, tell them. He, he tell them he preached about Black Friday. Hello, somebody. And, and how Christian folk just like it to be Black Friday when they don't pay the full price for nothing. They just go there, stand in line, and they used to wait all night long because they didn't want to pay the full price. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. But for this thing here, for, for this offering, for this worship of our Lord, oh, we don't serve a Black Friday God. Hello, somebody. We've got to pay him the full price for what he's done for us. We've got to pay him the full price. Oh, David said, I must pay the full cost. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name, I've got to pay the full cost. Second Samuel 24 and 24. No, replied the king. This is another interpretation of what happened in that text. I insist on paying a price. For I will not offer the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. Hello, somebody. And David brought that threshing floor. And he also brought 50 shekels of silver and oxen to worship on that threshing floor. The God that we serve. And it said later, oh, at that place, Solomon's temple, uh, uh, not Solomon's temple, but Solomon's palace was built. And Solomon built not only his palace, but he built uh, uh, the, the most magnificent, uh, oh, temple that was ever built. Hello, somebody. But David said, I've got to pay the full price for this thing. I got to pay the full price. I can't be cheap when it comes to God. Woo-wee. Let me say that. I said I'm pretty, pretty cheap. Most people who really know me probably wouldn't think that. Uh, because one of the things that we do, I not only play, pay offerings here, but... Every place I go, when it comes to worship, I've got to bring an offering. 
Hello, somebody. I've got to bring an offering. Yeah, when I go to church, it costs me. It, it, I'm, every time I got to register, hello, somebody. <laughs> I, I, it costs me. I, I've got to give brothers in the ministry. I, I give an offering, and, and it's a pretty nice offering many times. And, and so they would say, hey, this preacher, he, he's telling you a lie because he ain't cheap. He's a giver. I'm not cheap when it comes to the Lord. That's hello, somebody. It costs me because he gave everything for me. He gave his son, Jesus Christ, all to die for my sins. It cost me all and as a result of his cost. Oh, we say Jesus paid it all. Oh, and many times we like to oh, say that, it, uh, that uh, salvation doesn't cost anything. Salvation costs everything. He gave his only begotten son. If I, if I was to have given my only begotten son for you and you didn't live the way I wanted you to live and you didn't give the way I wanted you to give, don't you know you'd be dead? Hello, somebody. It costs. Parenthetically, I, I, I sit here. And it's grieved me what has happened in regards to this Carlton Pearson. He's passing away. And, 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 and there have been a lot of Christian folk who have been standing up for this man, calling this man a man of God. When this man all oh, denies our whole Sunday school lesson. Hello, somebody. He, he don't believe in hell. Because he doesn't believe that it will cost you to reject Jesus Christ. He didn't believe in hell. Hello, somebody. For you not to believe in hell, that, it means that, oh, he believes in gospel inclusion. Kind of some of the things we've been talking, we were talking about in Sunday school. That's what he believes. Oh, but, oh, anybody who can come, who call themselves and name them name, uh, name the name of Jesus. Oh, should be pitied to come to that man and say that he was a man of God when he lied. Oh, about salvation. God said that Jesus is the only way to God. God said, Jesus said himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. God says the only sin that cannot be forgiven is blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. What is blaspheming of the Holy Spirit? That's rejecting Jesus Christ. We don't believe in this gospel of inclusion. Oh, that he lied. He said there's no hell which denies the price that God paid this denies Jesus which denies the full price that God paid for our salvation oh and as people and men of God and women of God oh we can't believe and come oh to the rescue of an apostate woo he said preacher you just went all the way in on that one I have to go all the way in because yes, God paid a full price. Hell, somebody. Right. And if you reject his price, yes, you send yourself to hell. God don't send you to hell. You have a choice. Hell, somebody. And if you choose differently, if you choose to believe in some other God in some other way, oh, then you're an apostate in Jesus' name. I don't care how many folk used to come to your church. I don't care uh, what seemed to be like this Azusa revival and all of that. Oh, you can't have revival on an apostate's word, a lie. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. This is where we come as I end today as I've run out of time. The Bible says it costs God the full price. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, which means I shall not go to hell. You believe in him, you shall not perish, you shall not go to hell, but if you don't believe in him, you're going to hell. I don't care what costs him piercing and sad and how people try to run to his mistake because he has died. I don't care. The Bible says you believe in him, you are saved. You get eternal life. If you don't, you get what you chose. Hello, somebody. And I'm here today to open the doors of the church that Jesus Christ opened over 2,000 years ago when he was paying the full cost. He didn't want to pay that cost as he struggled in the garden of Gethsemane and said, Father, oh, if it's thy will, he will that it would pass, his cup would pass him by. But he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. I'm willing to pay the cost even if I've got to suffer and die. And that's what he did, suffering and died for your sins and my sins. And today, if you do not know Jesus, you don't have to send yourself to him. You can accept him right now and say, Lord, I accept the full cost of what Jesus did for me. And I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. All eyes closed, heads about saints are praying. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ today, then I want you to come forward right now in Jesus' name. Is there one? Is there one? God paid the full cost. He paid the full cost. Today you choose whether or not you go to hell or not. This is your choice. Don't believe the lies of men. Believe the word of God. Is there one today? Is there one today? I want you to come forward right now. Not only that, there are other decisions you can make right now. You may have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you were never baptized. I want you to come forward right now and say, I want to be baptized. I was never baptized. I prayed to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And now I need to be baptized, which is the first step of obedience. Isn't it? Another decision you can make is to become a member of the Bethlehem Baptist Church, really the body of Christ at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. If you do not have a church home, oh, you need to look no further in Paul's Valley. I want you to come down right now and say, hey, I want to join uh, the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church if you need a prayer or maybe you're led to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ because you say I haven't been paying the full price or you may want to accept your call to preach either of those decisions right now I know we got other things to do today but we'll take time if you want to slip out of your seat right now come forward in Jesus' name. Is there one? Is there one? I want you to know you don't have to make that decision before the people. Today you can come afterwards and let me know what your decision is to accept Christ, to be baptized, to become a member of the body of Christ here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, to ask for prayer, to rededicate your life, or to accept your call to preach. You can do that afterwards anytime today while your eyes are closed and heads are bowed I want to take this opportunity to pause and allow you to do what David did David paid the full cost for his sin we today, all we have to do to pay that cost is to confess our sins unto the Lord and he will forgive us of all of our sins. Let me say that again. That's what this bread and this blood represents. It's we take this moment in time to come before God to confess our known sins to him. And when we confess our known sins to him, he forgive us and wash us clean of all of our sins. And I want to pause right now 
for about a minute to give you an opportunity to confess any known sin that you might be able to pay the, the full price uh, that Jesus Christ already paid. So we pause right now, confess to God your known sins. Father God, we come as the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church wanting to confess our sins unto you, Father. Please forgive us of our sins. We pray, Father, that you wash us and cleanse us that we might be in right relationship with you, that we might be in right fellowship with you that would ultimately enable us to be in right fellowship with one another, Father. So we ask you, Lord, to forgive us of our sins. stand on your word that you're faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins as we confess our known sins in Jesus name amen will you please stand opening up the cup and holding up the bread opening up the cup holding up the bread which is symbolic of his body, take eat, holding up the cup, which is symbolic of his blood, take drink. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We praise your holy name, Lord. Because this world, fathers, we remind it is not our home. Father, I thank you, Lord, that this world of wars in the Ukraine, wars in the Middle East is not our home. Floods and fires, human violence against one another. This world is not our home. And we look forward with great anticipating to that great getting up morning when the trumpet will sound and your word says that the dead in Christ will rise first and those of us who remain alive will be caught up in a twinkling of an eye and we shall forever be with you because you paid the full price. We want to thank you, Lord, that we are reminded on this first Sunday of November this world is not our home. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. I'm going to go ahead and give the benediction. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name, Father. We ask you, Lord, that you put your hedge of protection around us like you did in Job chapter 1, verse 10. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael Eton, and before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to 
come into your heart where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.